Hi, I'm Brett Larkin. Welcome to the Yoga Hacks podcast. And today's episode is all about hacking your New Year's resolutions. So I'm going to provide you with three tips for writing your New Year's resolutions, things that I personally am using and doing. And the goal here is to really help find resolutions that are meaningful, but also resolutions that you can really follow through on. Because as we all know, for many of us by February or earlier, a lot of those resolutions sometimes don't end up staying a reality. Okay, so tip number one, my first tip for you is to create a little, medium, and big version of your resolution. So to jump into a practical example to help this make more sense, say you were creating a resolution to do yoga for 20 minutes every single day or to do yoga for 30 minutes a day or something like that. I'd encourage you to maybe rewrite that resolution to do yoga every day without specifying a time and then kind of write, have three little branches off of that and spec out for yourself what a little medium and big version of that looks like. So the big version may mean going to an hour and a half studio uh, class near you or a full on 90 minute Bikram heated yoga class. And the medium version of that ta- uh, resolution may look like, you know, doing a 30 minute practice at home, maybe to one of my videos. And then the little version of that might look like just getting on your mat and doing child's pose or doing legs up the wall. But it's really helpful to clarify sort of the little, medium, and big version of the task for a couple of reasons. A, so you don't, because it's really hard for us to all do the same thing absolutely every single day. And if you can, that's awesome. Go you. But for most of us, you know, there'll be days when you're sluggish or days when you're sick or days when you're running late. And then what happens is you beat yourself up that you didn't do your resolution. You know, you find, oh, I didn't do my 30 minutes of yoga today. I failed. And then it's just an excuse to beat yourself up and completely get off the bandwagon. But if you know that your resolution is more just something deeper, you know, just connect with my body every day or come to my mat every day and coming to your mat every day could look like the 90 minute studio class some days a home practice to a video some days and could mean just literally sitting on your mat doing legs up the wall on other days. It's just a more realistic approach and it also helps you stay on track because it's a system that is taking into account the fact that every day is different and life has fluctuations, times when you'll be really able to go to the studio class and times when that's going to be a challenge, but you're always doing yoga and connecting with your body. Tip number two, my second tip for writing resolutions, and this is a good one, especially if you have a hard time coming up with New Year's resolutions that really excite you, which happens to me many, many years, is that I'm just not that excited by a lot of the things I think about, is I'm going to encourage you to reframe the resolution instead of being something that you're going to do or accomplish, like doing 30 minutes of yoga a day or finishing writing your book or something like that. And instead, make the resolution more about a quality that you are trying to develop yourself, like courage or patience, some kind of quality that you think is going to help advance you as a human and all the things you're trying to accomplish in this coming year. So for example, discipline could be something that you're maybe trying to cultivate Courage is another good one. 
ease. And if you're kind of stuck on coming up with resolution ideas, when you look at it from this perspective, all of a sudden, a lot of interesting ideas can start to flow because you can think, hmm, well, if I had more discipline in my life, what would that look like? How would that manifest? Maybe I'd get up every morning and write the book. Maybe I should write 10 pages a day or something like that. But intrinsically, the resolution just becomes more meaningful. And even if you don't do the exact specific thing, like the writing of the pages, you can still incorporate whatever that quality is into other areas of your life that you're working on, like maybe having more discipline, even just with your own temper, if you're someone who loses their temper a lot, or discipline with answering your emails or whatever. Discipline is just one example. But uh, confidence or courage or just whatever quality you really want to call into your life to grow more this year, start using that as sort of an idea cloud or generator to come up with either more specific resolutions or just ask that in the new year that you purposely cultivate that quality more in your life and write that quality on a note card or a post-it note and just remind yourself throughout the year that that is a quality that you are actively calling in. Another way of saying this same tip is basically instead of focusing on what you want, specific things you want, ask yourself, who would I need to be in order to already have those things? If I already had those things, who would I be? What qualities would I already have? What kind of things would I naturally already be doing? And you can kind of work off and riff off that instead of just coming up with, you know, random resolutions that maybe aren't that meaningful to you. All right, and last but not least, tip number three is that I would have one of your resolutions or think about how one of your resolutions can really be about mindset and observation of your thoughts and awareness. So I'm using a bunch of different words to kind of see what's going to resonate with with you because different words trigger ideas for different people. But one of the best resolutions you can do is have as part of your set of resolutions, one of the things be that you want to do more mindset work or have more inner awareness. And this could be in the form of journaling or meditating or writing or just taking a break. I think you know, doing like a mental inventory or a journaling once a week. And if you're interested in how to journal to create more awareness and cultivate the things you want in your life, the podcast coming up right after this one is all about that. Um, So keep listening. But I think a lot of the times we make these resolutions, but there's nothing in the resolution set that would actually keep us uh, aid us in achieving the resolutions. So think about what what it, is it? How are you going to measure whether you're doing your resolution or not? How are you going to get more inner awareness, internal awareness on whether you're achieving the things you want to be achieving or not? And build that in as one of the resolutions. So to j- boil this down to a practical example, if you feel really busy, I know that's something I struggle with, and you're trying to work on maybe time management, maybe one of your resolutions is, you know, I'm going to track my time for the first week of every month and see where my time is going on an Excel sheet and then reflect and then either journal or just observe the fact where my time is going. So one of my resolutions is 
that I'm going to, the first week of every month, track my time, meaning that I'm going to write in Excel or in my calendar, okay, two hours I spent editing videos, two hours I spent teaching, two hours I spent prepping for a class, 45 minutes I made eating, uh, prepping, making dinner, 45 minutes I spent on Facebook, right? Just so I can get awareness on where my time is going because me, like many of us, you know, we say there's things that are important to us that we want to prioritize. Sometimes when you actually look at where your time is going, it reflects back to you that you're actually not prioritizing those things. So that's just one example. Another example could be that you're going to do a forced journaling session every Friday or the first Friday of every month. Or you're going to talk to an accountability buddy who you're sharing your resolutions with on the first Friday of every month or every week to report back how you guys are doing and you know talk to each other and keep each other accountable, whatever it is. My point here is just maybe make one of the resolutions something that's going to help you gain more awareness on whether you're doing well in your resolutions and your own personal development as a whole. Hopefully that made sense. All right, so if you're interested in diving in a little bit more about journaling and how journaling can be a great complement to your meditation practice to help you gain more insight, inner awareness, and courage, confidence, all those wonderful things, definitely keep listening because I have a podcast about that coming up next that's also going to be an article on a couple yoga sites in the new year, but probably not till mid-late January. And I really wanted everyone in my community to have access to that information before the new year, hence why I threw it up in a podcast. Make sure to subscribe to my channel on YouTube if you haven't already. That is the number one way you can support me and free yoga online. Get on my mailing list on my website. That's the number one way I communicate with all of you and share a lot of cool challenges and trips and just fun things we're doing. So you absolutely want to get on that at brettlarkin.com. And of course, if you're not part of my private Facebook group, if you're someone who uses Facebook, join us. We are at Yoga Hacks. So it's yoga and then H-A-C-K-S community.com. All right. Happy, happy new year and big hug and loves from my heart to yours. Namaste.